Welcome to the Poetic Resurrection Podcast, where we explore perceptions. How self-reflecting questions can give you a better understanding of self. I'm your host, Sonia Iris Lozada. Stay tuned. Isabella Lozada is a sophomore in high school. She enjoys playing lacrosse and hanging out with her friends. Her interests are in advertising and acting, and she plans on further pursuing them. Hi, this week we're going to have Isabella Lozada. My niece is going to give us a perspective of what it's like being a teenager during and after the pandemic. Hi, Isabella. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Hi. I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. I know that the pandemic really put a lot of stress on teenagers yeah. because this is when you're supposed to you know, be with all your friends and go to school. Now, how was that stay of at home orders? How did it affect you? So it definitely, we weren't expecting it at all. We thought it was only going to be two weeks when we didn't really say bye to our friends or anything. We kind of just left school one day and then found out we couldn't leave our house. It really took a damper on my freshman year. Definitely taught me a lot. So you're in your freshman year in um, high school? Um, I was last year. I'm a sophomore now. How has it affected your education? And do you have any friends? I know you're going to a private school. Do you have any friends in the public school? Well, for me, like I have attention deficit disorder. So it was pretty hard to keep concentrated, especially because my parents weren't home. So I would be at home alone trying to concentrate. and It'd be very hard. And also like same thing for my friends. It's really hard to concentrate because like you're at home and you want to like, you're like, oh, like I'm at home now. I can do whatever I want. It was just really hard. Definitely took a little damper on my grades at first, just because it was so sudden. Like there was no easing into it. Yeah. It's funny how Once we're home, we associate home as not working and not studying. People have that same problem. I mean, not attention deficit, but it's hard. You think of home as being where you go to relax and you don't have to study unless you have homework. It's difficult to do. So I totally understand that, especially with your situation, trying to study. Yeah. Did it affect you? Do you think that now you can do this on your own without somebody supervising you? I do. I think that after maybe like three months of doing it, mm-hmm. I got like a good routine down. So you just have to like, you have to wake up, you have to get in your Zoom call and you just have to concentrate. I think I got a good rhythm down. You know what? It's funny how at first it's so hard and then you just learned a whole new skill that actually helps your situation even better because now you took responsibility and it's hard. You have to learn it on your own or you have to be supervised to do it. That's why so many employers didn't want people to work at home because they thought they wouldn't do the work. And it is hard. What methods did you use to cope? Well, at first I started painting. So great. Yeah. I didn't really have any hobbies going into it. My hobbies would be just going out with my friends. Yeah, I started painting. I started just like cleaning more, which is I think a good was good for me, really Mm -hmm. good for me because I wouldn't really have a clean room ever. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, I just I tried to spend a lot of time with my family which was kind of hard because in the beginning they were both working. Mm-hmm. So it'd just be me home alone. So definitely got close with my dog. What other methods did you think you used to cope? 
besides art and cleaning, even though it's amazing how cleaning can clear the mind. If your place is clear, your mind is clear. Did you find that that happened with you? Definitely. Like I was used to coming home from school and then just like putting my stuff down and going to my friend's house. And I wouldn't really take time to clean and then come home, go to sleep Mm -hmm. and do the same routine every day. But today, well, not today, but when this started, it was like I was just staying in my room all the time. And I was like, I need to get it clean. So it's at the point where I like to look at my room. And so definitely clear mind, clear mindset. It's strange how so much of society was doing the same thing. Everybody was cleaning up their homes and getting rid of things. I, For me, I try to donate stuff. And they actually told me that I have to get there early because then there's going to get too many donations and then they can't take them. And it's like, wow, how much money did we spend on all this stuff that's just stuff? And then now we end up giving it away. Do you buy things now just to buy or do you think before you buy it? To be honest, I was always a very thinker buyer. And I don't know if I got that from my mom. Sometimes I'm a thinker buyer. I don't really like to spend a lot of money. So like when the pandemic started, it was kind of like, okay, like I'm not going to get anything new for a little while because shops weren't open. But then I like, I was like, oh, dad, can I like online shop a little bit? So he's like, oh, okay. So I got a few new things, but I, I think I'm pretty good at managing my money. I would say. Well, that's a good thing for 15. When I was 15, I wanted everything. I mean, I paid for everything on my own, but I wanted everything. <laughs> What perceptions, ideas pre-pandemic did you believe that have now changed? I think I have become a more grateful person for things. Like I've tried to really be more grateful when I go see my friends. Like I don't know if that's the last time I'm going to see them for a little bit. I'm just trying to be more grateful for every little thing because millions of people died from COVID. I just don't know if that's going to be the last time I see someone. And I just try to take every moment in like it's the last and Mm -hmm. definitely just taught me to live and just don't hold back. It's very uh, advanced of you because most teenagers and I've seen, they didn't do social distancing. They didn't wear their mask. The other day I went to a restaurant to pick up food. This is before they opened up the restaurants for eating outside or even eating inside. And there were like eight, they look like high school, no mask, no social distancing. Walking down the street, which in LA, you have to wear a mask. They weren't doing it. Who's going to tell them not to? The cops are not going to come out and say, hey, wear your mask and then (laughs) be around people that don't respect the pandemic. And I think that's what some of the problem with the pandemic is people didn't believe it existed and they didn't respect that it could be very harmful. There are people that were going around asking if anyone they knew actually died. And I actually knew somebody that died from COVID. How did you deal with social distancing? Definitely really hard because I am a very like, like I love to hug my friends and I love to hug people it's like my thing and so like I couldn't even see my friends in the beginning so it just kind of sucked because I'm a very social person mm-hmm. you know because my instinct is when I see you to run up to you and just hug you you know but like that had to change that's a real hard one because I've had 
my friends come over and what we end up doing was the fist bump. Oh yeah. <laughs> because oh, yeah. I mean, not the fist bump, the elbow bump, the elbow and you're still closer, but now they say that three feet is okay too. If I'm at a store, I want six feet. Yeah. If I'm with family or other friends, three feet is nicer than six. Yeah. Are you back at school? And if you are, how is it different? So I am back at school and I'm, well, my school schedule has changed because now we don't have school on Wednesday because that's a day that they take to clean off like everything. Mm-hmm. Definitely six feet apart or three feet apart because I think they just passed that in schools. So three feet apart, you got to have your mask on at all times. But to be honest, it's probably really harder for younger kids because I don't think younger kids really comprehend everything. And they're probably taking off their mask often. But like, since I'm in high school, it's like everybody's scared of getting it. So everybody just keeps their mask on at all times. Like we, I think we only had one case chased through school and we've been open since the beginning. So the beginning like, of what? The beginning of this year. So it's August. We've been open since August. You've gone into school since August? Because we can take, we have four blocks. We have four like semesters, I guess. Mm-hmm. Quarters. And then. they give you, yeah, quarters. They give you an option if you want to go in or stay at home. So it's optional. It's optional. Some people have medical conditions. So the first block I stayed at home because I ended up breaking my leg. Yeah, and I couldn't really walk at all. So I stayed at home. The second block I went into with a broken leg, but I recovered during the second block. And the third block, which is what I'm finishing right now, I'm walking and I'm going into school and everything's pretty good. Are you going to get into sports? I am. Sports activities? Which one are you in? Because I know that you've always been very active. I, freshman year, I didn't play anything, which kind of sucked because I, it's like I knew I should to keep myself active. But then I was like, "Ah, I don't need it. But this year, I was like, you know what? I need something. So I ended up, I'm playing lacrosse at the moment, which I've never played before. Pretty much hockey, just like with a stick in your hand. Yeah. And your, your uh, dad would know a lot about that. Yeah. To me, it's really fun and I like it a lot. Okay. So school basically back to normal. How does it look inside the school now than it did before? So like if you walk into a room, mm-hmm. it does not look like a classroom kind of weird because before in rooms we used to kind of have like a big table and then like like there'd be three to a big table Mm -hmm. now there's like desk we have it it just looks so spacious it's like it's so weird you know you're like I didn't know this many desks could fit in this room well not not that there's more desks but just that there's so like spaced apart that just looks kind of weird and at first it was really really weird to me but like you get used to it the girls are scared. Everybody's scared. Nobody's taking off their masks. Nobody's breaking the guideline. And it's like kind of nice because you don't have to get up and worry and just like all this stuff. Well, that's good. Yeah. So are you seeing the same friends that you saw before? Are they Did they come back to school? I am my one of my really close friends. She's e-learning this block but she'll be back in like two weeks because i'm gonna have spring break well i had some friends that actually moved so i never got to see them ever again like i had one friend she moved to florida never got to see her ever again people move schools 
just like a lot of things changed. It's like you walked in the first day. Who is that school? Well, in the pandemic, it depends on how the the parents, their employment and everything, because it's a private school. And to pay for a private school when many people were unemployed is a difficult thing to keep up. So that's totally understandable that they would move schools. Did any of them go to public schools? I'm pretty sure a few of them did. If my school was like, since my school is private, and if they were e-learning all year, and you could be public school, you would be at a public school e-learning all year, wouldn't it be just a logical choice not to pay the money and just e-learn since you're e-learning all year? That makes sense. At a public school? It really does. And if my school was like that, I'd probably do the same thing. But it's not. And I, to be honest, it's better for my education for me to be in school. Yeah, I remember. As much as I would love yeah i remember being your age and i had to sit in the front of the class because i would always be looking at what people were wearing is it nice what am i going to do later i started doodling i needed to sit in front of the class that's the only way i knew i was going to get good grades i didn't have the distractions how did you communicate with your friends during the stay at home we used facetime 24 7 so facetime FaceTime, Zoom calls, we used pretty much every source of communication over devices to the max. There was something called Netflix Party that is awesome. Pretty much you can pick a movie on Netflix and then just share the screen with your friend and you can both watch the same movie at the same time. How was that available? Was that available through Netflix? Yeah, it's available on your laptop. Yeah, I know that some it's some really of the cool. streaming companies have it where you can share. That's how Disney is. Disney has that. Oh, okay. It's like Netflix party. It's a little extension and then it goes through Netflix. It's really cool. And me and my friend, we did that every night. We're like, what movie are we watching tonight? Are we going to go scary? Or are we going to go comedy? It's kind of fun. That is fun because and you get definitely to discuss different. the... You get to discuss the movie while it's happening. Exactly. You're in the chat bar just mm-hmm. typing. You know, it's it's pretty cool. And you know what? Like some days I wish it was still like that. And like, I know that kind of seems weird to say, but it just was like different. And it's just kind of like fun because it's like no one's going out. You weren't the only one staying in. Everybody was staying exactly. in. Exactly. At least the people who believed in it were staying mm-hmm. in. And you had everybody else just like, at home, trying to communicate, trying to do new things. It's just, it's kind of fun. And then after you saw your friends after that long period of time, it was so like, it was the best feeling in the world to see that friend who you haven't seen in like two months. That was the best. I really like that idea of doing the Netflix. I wish I would have done something like that. Instead, you know, it was on the phone or the Zoom calls really helped. And there's so many different FaceTime. All of those are so helpful. Something that you can do in real time. How do you and your friends hang out now? We're pretty much back to the same thing that we were before. And what I mean by that is that like, like some of them do come over to my house. We wear a mask uh, most of the time. And because I'm not going to say that we do it all the time because that'd be lying. But we definitely like over the summer, I was part of that group of people you saw walking across the street as part of that a group of people the know? what kind of people i'm and sorry the you said you said that you saw it, like an eight teenagers walking without a mask and not distancing 
over the summer, I was part of that A group. Not that I didn't believe in it, and not that I wasn't, like, trying to stay safe, but just that I don't think I respected everything I could have respected because I wasn't thinking. To me, I was like, oh, I'm a teenager. I'm going to go live. That's how I should be. And and no one blames but, you for that. The only problem is, is that if you get sick, you'll probably survive. But my mom would not survive. Your dad might home. not survive. Yeah. Your mom might not survive. It was really a matter of life and death at one point, yeah. which was really scary. Uh, you're young enough yeah. and you don't have any pre-existing conditions. So you would get very sick, so but I, you would survive. Probably end of August, beginning of August, I just started kind of to settleize and in my head and realize I was being very selfish is you have people dying and even though people die every day and COVID related knockover related people do die Mm -hmm. you know people are dying from this pandemic and I have to stop being selfish and going out not that I can't go out anymore just that I shouldn't go out in big groups of people and also I shouldn't go out without a mask and distancing so that's one thing that I've definitely tried to learn. And then I broke my leg. So I couldn't go out. It was like a win-win. It was like, okay, now you can't go out for a few months. I was just in my bed all the time. It was like pandemic part two, you know? The good thing is that this summer should be okay. Because we're supposed to be all vaccinated by May 1st. Yeah. I'm still waiting for mine. I'm not in any high problem in a groove. Yeah. I don't have any illnesses and I'm not old enough. So I have to just wait my turn. Yeah. My parents, they both got their first shot this week. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I have, you know what that really does suck is that I, some of my friends, they are, they're scared of it and I get it. He's scared of it. Some of them are at the point where they're like, I don't believe in all this. This is government plan. And I'm just like, that's like, like getting a flu yeah. shot. I normally do not get vaccinated guilty of that. I do a lot of preventative, but I wanted to know that if it was the COVID or regular flu. So I just got the flu shot and I didn't, it didn't affect yeah. me. It would be just like the regular flu shot. Now they do say that they don't know how long it's going to last. One of the doctors in charge of doing the research for one of the vaccines said it might last three months. It might last six months. It might last a year. They don't know yet. They know it works, but they don't know for how long it'll work. But once my turn comes, I'm taking it. The time my turn comes, the thing that sucks is that it's probably going to get open up for like 16 and older. And I have a late birthday and I'm 15. I'm either going to have to wait till August or just say I was born in 2004. (laughs) I don't think you're going to have uh, to. I think that in, in the year... In your year, if everybody's supposed to be vaccinated by May 1st, you should be okay. Or at least everybody who wants to be vaccinated. I'm so glad we're coming to the end of this. For me, it didn't change much. I started doing a podcast. I didn't write as much as I thought I would write, but it got me doing a podcast. So what new things did it start for you? Since I'm 15, Mm -hmm. I have been trying to drive. Like I'm getting my permit next week, probably. Who's been teaching you? My dad. My dad, you know, my dad, he's the biggest car freak there is. He's at the moment right now, he's putting springs on his new car. He's very excited. He he could tell you what model would make what year. And he's a great driver. So you're learning from someone really good. I'm going to learn stick. I'm going to learn everything. Pretty exciting. Pretty. I learned stick because I bought a car that was stick and I had to learn to 
drive it in order to use it. But yeah. it's good to, to know how to drive. It's a really important yeah. thing to get around and be safe, be responsible. You are driving around with a, I don't know exactly the weight of a car, but you're something yeah. very heavy. What are you grateful for? My family, that we all stayed healthy during all of this. Pretty sure only like two of my cousins got sick. Really? On my mom's side. Kind of the whole side did because they all went to Mexico and they all got sick in Mexico. They all got sick, but all of them survived. Like a lot of them are in their probably late 60s and they all they all survived. They're very lucky. You know? Yeah, they are. Uh, but what I've learned is to be like grateful just for like my family and that we're all safe. Grateful for my dog, even though he doesn't really like me that much. <laughs> Um, that's a moody dog though but i love your dog yeah i know he's mr moody he <laughs> is what else i'm grateful for my friends definitely they've definitely helped me a lot it just was a lot to deal with at first and it still kind of is now definitely my friends and just like being alive you know i think it's a gift what lessons do you think you learned besides being grateful that you learn from having to stay home what has changed Prior to the pandemic to in the pandemic, what beliefs have changed? So the belief that changed was probably the way my parents think and the way how like we all had to cope with this. Because like at first my dad had work problems and stuff and my mom was just just working the same job. And it was just kind of like a lot. And I had times where my parents would come home and they'd be really stressed, at least my dad they would just be really upset and I didn't really understand that because it's like you're coming home and I'm just there which like I find that really hard for like any kid or any teenager just that like if their parents going through work problems and then they're coming home and they're getting mad and then like you didn't really do anything and that was definitely kind of a lot but my dad he like he got his work problems settled out after a few months it just was a lot more chill, which was like the way how like things normally are. But I found that like the way how that they thought about like all this, like I don't think that they really thought that COVID was going to affect their jobs that much. Affected my dad's job. It affected my mom's job. My mom works with people every day. My mom's a frontline worker, technically, always dealing with people. She gets COVID tested every like twice a week. Oh, yeah. So if we got anything, we'll know. We'll know right away. That's good. Um, we have rapid COVID tests in the house. Like if I start feeling unwell, my dad starts feeling unwell. We have those from her work. We have a lot of things and a lot of resources that we can use. Yeah, I just, I find the way adults think, because you got to think adults are going through the same things that we are. But I find that a lot of times, teenagers get labeled as lazy when they don't go out or when they don't do things. During the stay at home, you couldn't go out. So you're at home all the time. And I think, especially for my parents, they expected me to like, go do something. Let's just go do something, you know? But to be honest, I was so tired. It was kind of a relief to me. Just so like, I didn't have to like go out. Like I didn't have to go out all the time. Just, I found it kind of like a good thing, but definitely... Not not a good thing because of the pandemic. It's a good thing for me to stay home. Do you think that what people see as lazy is really just fear? Technically, yes. People see lazy 
as you just sitting around. Well, if you're a person who's constantly moving 24 hours a day, going to this person's house, going to this, going to that, and then finally get like a week and you don't have to talk to anybody and you have to do anything. It kind of hurt at first because like, I'm like, oh, like people don't want to hang out with me. And then you realize people can hang out with each other. But after a little while, I was like, I actually don't hate this. Like I like being at home. I like that. I don't have to talk to someone. But I found that because I was being like that, my parents and some other people found me lazy for not wanting to go out all the time because I'm a pretty like, let's go out. We got to go out. I have plans Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday I'll have sports. And so definitely something that was kind of like needed, needed for me. And I think needed for most teenagers for you to just stay at home. And just relax. Did you think you got more into an introspective view of who you are? I know that's a hard question to ask a teenager because that's normally what you ask adults. But I think in a way I did. And I think in a way most teenagers had. What I mean by that, though, is like a lot of people just found like their aesthetic. That makes any sense. Like I've had friends who's shaved off their hair. And it's like you would never expect them to do it. They just got to that mindset where they're like, you know what? I think I would look better. And I think I'm going to like myself more if I buzz cut my hair. Go for it. I think that a lot of people have changed their styles in a way. And I, I know this is probably no, not no, the no. question. This is good asking. because when we change our thoughts, we change our looks. That sounds like more self-acceptance. One of my lifelong friends, she was a blonde, full brunette. She's like my hair now. Cut it. It looks really good. Just a lot of things have changed. TikTok, that app is addicting. It really is. There's something called a For You page, which they put together like videos that you like and videos that you go be interested in. They shake that all up and then you got your For You page. I think after everybody just being on TikTok 24-7 during the pandemic, that your For You page is the TikToks that are just perfect for you. Like they relate so much to you. I think that it was needed not needed, but I think that it was just good to be at home and just to like figure yourself out. I find just that chill. teenagers nowadays are a little more advanced than we were when I was a teenager. Education has changed. We're going more into an introspective society versus materialistic. In my youth, it was all about having stuff instead of, do you really need it? For instance, I look at furniture that I like to get to decorate, but do I need it? Oh God, no, I don't need more stuff. I really don't. During this pandemic, do you think you understand your parents better now? I do. I do. I think we've gotten better at communicating just in the way that like I can tell if they're in a good mood, a bad mood. And also I think we've gotten closer, especially my dad. He's been at home a lot and I feel that we've gotten closer, especially because he's been picking me up, dropping me off at school. That's probably the most interaction I've had with my dad in my whole life. My whole life, my dad has been waking up 6 a.m., going to work. So he'd wake up before I was up, go to work, come back at 5. He'd be exhausted, so he'd be on the couch, and I'd be doing my homework, and then I'd go to sleep. So to be honest, we never really got to talk. Except on the weekend. And so like now it's okay, I wake up. He's the first person I'm talking to. He's driving me to school. Then I get out of school. He's the first person I'm trying to when I'm out of school. Then he'll either take me home or he'll drive me to a friend's house. But still, he's the guy who I'm talking to 24-7. And it's just really, it's kind of nice. No, it's great because fathers normally are the breadwinners. 
they go to work all the yeah. time and it is it is difficult to talk to a father because they're always working trying to support the family it is really nice yeah. when you can sit down and really have a good conversation and realize how much you're actually loved by them like i've always had really high respect for my parents i would try to respect their boundaries and respect the way how I talk to them. After all of this, I think now we just have a certain way of communicating. If, even if one of us is mad, it doesn't last really long. It's chilled out. And I think, you know what? Like, I don't have any siblings. And I've always, to be honest, wanted siblings. Like, I just want, like, a little, little something. Little brother, little sister, little something. I don't care. And I don't have any. But my friends do. And my friend has this little sister who's probably in seventh grade and she and her sister fight all the time all the time i'd be on the phone with her her sister yelling at her she's yelling at her sister it's always something you know but after when the pandemic started it was so weird because i think that they've like chilled out and they just they would do stuff together and they would like oh let's go for a run let's go make a cake and it was just like, they got really close. And then I tried to like, be like, oh my God, you and your sister got close. She's like, no, we didn't. I hate her. But like they have, and it's noticeable. I would love to have that, but it's nice to watch other people have, you know, have somebody that they can just be closer to. And then out of nowhere, be like, oh, I hate you. But like, you know, they still love each other, you know? And that was just really nice to see, just them get closer. So I think that's what happened with my parents. I think I just got closer with them. Like my mom, she would have like weeks off. It, it, it is. We look nice. so much to our parents for acceptance and don't realize that we do. Because when you said that you would come home and everybody seems like they were upset, they were carrying on their work day at home without even probably realizing they were doing that. Did you blame yourself yeah. at all? That Were you taking blame for something like um, that? There were definitely times... My, as we know, my dad was having work problems and all that. And he wouldn't like be mad. And, you know, I don't blame him for anything because like he was having work problems. It was hard on him. And I get that completely. I did blame myself at some points, but in general, I it's knew so it was It's so hard as a fault. teenager when you're going through so many learning lessons, at least it was for me, on how to be accepted by your friends, how to be popular, how to have fun, and then trying to understand your parents. It's, it's a difficult time because there's so much information thrown at you and you don't know which one to pick. Do you feel you yeah. went through something like that? I do in a way because... I don't want to sound selfish or self-centered when I say this. I've always kind of had friends. Like there's never been a point of time where I was just like, oh, I don't have any friends. I've always had You're friends. You're popular. Yeah, I'm there. <laughs> but, you know, it wasn't like it wasn't like I was trying to get to that point. It just kind of like I hit it and I was like, oh, cool. Kind of got to that point. What I'm trying to say is that, yeah, it definitely was hard because you're dealing with your mental health. You're dealing with your parents being sometimes mad for no reason. Oh, they have reasons. You're dealing with, uh, yeah, but they're not in, always. It's not directed you. at you. So, yeah. So, like, you trying to make sure you don't lose any friends. Because I've always, I hate to say this, but I've always been a people pleaser. So making sure I don't lose anybody or making sure I'm not leaving somebody out of something has always been like one of my goals because like when I was younger and also this is something I would like to talk about. This is maybe nothing to do with the pandemic, but something that a lot of teenagers go through when you're younger, kids are mean, things happen, but if you're getting bullied or if you're 
yeah, if you're getting bullied, which a lot of teenagers are, a lot of kids are, which is really hard to believe because I remember like being younger and being like forced into the auditorium to go watch a bullied thing. You're like, this never happens. You know, it doesn't happen, but it does a lot. And I don't think people really accept that. Like, I don't think people are like, oh my God, I'm being bullied. Because I wasn't like that. I just thought things happened. And I would get left out of things quite often. Because I I started out with a very tight-knit friend group. And I would get left out of things. And it definitely put a damper on how I feel now. And that is something that I find with a lot of teenagers that we hold on to a lot of things that happened when we were kids. We hold on to what the person said to you at the park. You hold on to what happened, what party you were invited to when you were five. You know, you hold on to that stuff. And it's like, why? Why do we hold on to that? I don't understand it, but we do. And what I'm just trying to get at is that the point that we as people, we're going through things every day. But sometimes we have like this added on stress from what happened when we were younger. And it's one just of the like, hardest stop. things as adults, because as you get older, you start dealing with that self-acceptance. Yeah. Once you know that you're OK, faults and all, then that stuff doesn't bother you anymore. It is hard to change because you've repeated those negative things in your head over and over and over again. It's, it's hard to change because we're constantly repeating. And we have to take that and change it to a positive thought. But if you figured you've given yourself 6,200 thoughts a day and you're repeating the negative, you're repeating the hurt, you're repeating the abuse, it's very hard to have a better reflection of who you are. So it does take work. And that's what's happened. They repeated that situation over and over And so now they believe it. Going into learning about yourself and accepting yourself, especially when you're a teenager, because your mind is all over the place. Um, You're discovering who you are to begin with. And how are you going to do the self-reflecting questions? But as an adult, you can be more objective. Do you do anything to tell yourself you're okay? To I don't know, because I don't know what teenagers do. So I just want to make sure that I understand besides trying to be popular and all of that, because I remember that I didn't start working on myself until my 20s. Do you do anything like that at your age? I, I'm just asking because I don't know in your age group what you do. I would say that we tried. We tried to our fullest to overcome anything we've had and just to be stronger, better people. I found a lot now that people are more accepting of others. Like I don't really see in my friends and in my people that I know a lot of hatred towards each other. And I don't know if that's just my generation, but I think that we've all really, or at least teenagers in my, because I can't speak for everybody. I could speak for mm-hmm. my people that we have really, there has been one point in all of our lives that we've always like been hurt. Because that's what happens with everybody. You've been hurt. You either weren't invited or somebody called you something or something happened. But I think now since we're older, all of us have kind of accepted that. So there's nobody really like hating on each other. No, that's good because I remember in the 60s, the teenagers in the early 20 people made a difference. At that point, there was a lot of interracial marriages. People were just breaking that status quo really hard. I mean, things changed and kind of went back. 
to what it was before, but it was an era that really made a difference in our society. I think that teenagers, like I would not have, at your age, I wouldn't have been thinking the way you do. I was really thinking about losing weight and being popular and looking good. Now I was popular, but you know, you have your own little issues that you think of that you're not yeah. good enough because you don't look Trust like me. this. Yeah. Yeah. Those are still around to listen. <laughs> I think that's part of being a teenager. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's something that I'm pretty sure a lot of people go through. If I not was guilty of ever. being biased on other kids too. Sometimes we're harder mm-hmm. on other people when we see a reflection of ourselves. There's something we don't like about ourselves. Then we'll pick on somebody that has Based it without meaning that. to be mean. You just make a slight yeah. comment and then it really sticks with them. What do you think that yeah. you would like to tell the audience more? Even if it's directed to a parent or other teenagers, what would you like to say? Well, to parents, I would like to say that give your child a little break, just a little break, not a big break. And what I mean by that, understand that they're going through the same things that you are. And I know you work and I know that you may think it's different, but school is weird. When I was in school, I felt both ways. If it was a class I did not like, it was work. But if it was a a class I liked, I did really well without even thinking about it. It was something that I just naturally wanted to know and I didn't have a problem. No, I just don't say that like, but there are people that enjoy their work sometimes. It's just kind of like one of those things. Work is like good or work is bad. But I think I believe that it's still technically. See, I have a, a different philosophy, but it's something I learned from being older, really, is that everything should have joy in it. To be at a job that you hate is torture. It makes you uneasy. It makes you, it can make you ill is to try to find the joy even in that job that you're not crazy about to find the joy in it because that's what i really think life is about finding that path that it should be is a hard part no i, I do yeah agree with but to go through life without joy without applying joy to what you do it's a hard life to live totally. that way what do you find joy in i find joy when i do things with my parents that are just kind of like that are just out there you know what i really enjoy one thing that like I totally, totally will go for every time is when like eight o'clock at night and like my parents are like, all right, let's go for a drive. Let's just go for a drive. Let's just drive somewhere. You know, that's it's not late. They want to drive. They want to go somewhere. We're probably not going to get out of the car. We're probably not going to get anything, but we're just going to drive. And like I live right by Chicago. We'll drive downtown. We'll drive everywhere. But that's something that I like really, really enjoy getting them up being like you know what let's go for a drive that's just the best it really is to me wow and yeah that's like it's one thing that i will go for every single time is when like even though they're tired or even though they had a long day they're like you know what hop in the car we're going on a drive that it's definitely something i really enjoy i have since I was that's young. funny because my dad used to go to the puerto rican store buy a bunch of food or the restaurant, and we would go for drives. We'd go for drives out into the country, stop along the side of the road and have a meal and then come back. You know, so it's funny how through generations, that's the same thing. And I kind of laugh because when I want to get out of the house, I go for a drive. Yeah, that's what me and my dad do. We've done that a lot. Like just driving. I enjoy it. I like just being in a car. I, I do personally. I know people don't like it. 
And like one thing that like always brings me joy to think about is like when I was younger, because my mom, my mom was always kind of like, not a lot of fast food. We're not going out, you know, a lot of that. And my dad, you know, fathers, they're like, ah, eat this, eat that, you know? And so, like, I just remember, like, my dad, like, picking me up from school. There was, like, a little, like, shack place by my school. I was just, like, best fried food ever. <laughs> and my dad would just take me there, and we'd sit in the car, and we'd just talk, and we'd stuff our faces. And it probably wasn't the healthiest at all. It was so fun. It was very fun. And, like, me and my mom, if we're, like, driving around one day, I'm be like, hey, mom, you know, I haven't really been downtown a lot. We don't even have to get out of the car, but can we just drive? It's like, okay. So we just drive downtown and we'll look at things and people watch. It's just a lot of fun. And I find that's where I get my most joy. Or it's either just like seeing like my, one of my best friends. It's just like, I don't think I've really been this close with anybody before. Friend-wise, you know, because of course you're going to be close to family, but friend-wise, it was just kind of like, you know, when you meet someone and you just have so much in common, it's kind of really freaky. Just you like the same music, you like the same movies. And Mm -hmm. even if you don't, you're going to get the other person into it. And I think like I've found someone that does that. And it's just pretty cool to think about. Pretty nice. And besides that, you know, I'm in a place where I have great friends and I have a good family and I'm pretty okay. Yeah, you're pretty blessed. And it's funny how what you're naming that is joy doesn't cost anything. Yeah, gas. And that's in the car anyway. It's like I don't drive much and in LA you have to have a car because you cannot yeah. get to the grocery store if you don't have a car. I put gas in the car. Sometimes I just go for a drive. I just want to see something new. But yeah, it's therapeutic and it brings you joy. And it's so simple. It's the simple things that bring you joy, not the complicated things. Even vacations sometimes don't bring you joy. They bring you more stress. You have to come home to relax from your vacation. So it's just going with the flow, I guess it is. So Mm -hmm. in closing, anything else you would like to tell the audience? Just that you're going to get through it. That's something that I think has brought me to get through a lot of things Mm -hmm. that like you're going to get through it. And at like your toughest moments, you just want to keep living and you just want to live to your fullest. And I find that like, you know, you're only going to be in this time period once. You're only going to be here one time. I'm only 15 for a little while longer. So like live it to your fullest extent and take so live more in chances. the moment. Yeah. I wish I wish I took more chances when I could. And so that's what one thing I'm really trying to do more. Take well, more you're chances. 15 and that's a really great perspective to have to take more chances and live your life. Be true to yourself. And that's a very hard thing to do as a teenager because you don't know who yourself is yet. That is really good. Thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. And we're signing off. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Poetic Resurrection Podcast. Please visit us and subscribe to our newsletter at PoeticResurrection.com for the latest information and updates.